Get Out of Your Own Way with Brittany A. Johnson is a podcast where we learn all of the ways we trip, stumble, and get in our own way and what we can do to get out of it. I want to insert this disclaimer that while I am a licensed mental health therapist, this is not therapy. This is not a substitute for therapy. This is, however, something that you can listen to to give you some insight, give you some ideas, some things to think about, and work with the therapist in your local area if you need one. Stay tuned for today's episode. Us who are already setting New Year's resolutions or we are planning to do our vision board parties and other things to kind of get us set up for the new year and new goals and new achievements and all that goes with it. But as we're doing that or while we're doing that, I think it's important to make sure that you, you know, wrapped up the last year and really looked at, you know, did you get the things done that you wanted to get done? You know, what were your wins, whether it was personal, family, business, professional, in any regard, in any aspect of your life, were you able to really look at your wins and were you, and did you celebrate them? And so for me, I sat down over the last few weeks and looked at my entire year, um, looked at each month, looked at, you know, kind of several weeks just to see, like, did I do the things that I wanted to do? Did I do the things that I set out to do? And I also talked to several people and we all kind of had the same conversation about, you know, wrapping up and looking at what do we do? How did it, you know, how did it go? Are we pleased with ourselves? You know, make sure you give yourself grace if you're not pleased. But then how was that going to project us and move us into the new year and into this year we're now in? And so as I was kind of wrapping up my year, one of the things that I noticed that was overwhelming for me was I said no more than I said yes. And while saying no is really important and it's a complete sentence when it's not aligned and it doesn't fit, I looked at the theme that I was saying no to things that I should have been saying yes to. I was saying no to opportunities, um, things that really had been in my you know big goals list. I found myself saying no to them and I realized it in the moments that I was saying no, but when I look back at the my months and I look back at my goals and look at looked at, you know, what worked and what didn't, because that's important to do when you're kind of wrapping up or preparing for something new. You want to look at what works, what doesn't work, because we want to make sure that we are using our time wisely, right? And so to do that, you gotta know kind of if this doesn't work and this hasn't worked in the past, maybe I shouldn't keep trying to do that. So as I was doing that, I was looking at and realizing that. I really did sabotage myself more than I even thought about or knew until I was reflecting. I saw several opportunities where people had, you know, presented an opportunity that was definitely aligned with what I was, what I wanted, what I was moving towards, what I'm, you know, my mission, but I said no. And so as I dug deeper, because you all know, I like to dig deep and I encourage you to dig deep safely. If you're not able to do it on your own, make sure you do reach out to a professional. But if you are ready to do these deep dives, I encourage you to go on this journey with me. Make sure you get your notebook and your pen or however you want to do this, your phone, your computer, so that you can kind of dig deep. So as I started digging deep into those no's, I realized that not only was it fear of failure, but there was an overwhelming fear of success. And that is a part of sabotage that, you know, I've hinted at before and maybe done a little bit of talking about, but we really haven't spent a lot of time. And I don't really hear people talk about that as often as we probably need to. 
And so when you think about fear of success, like I know it sounds like, wait, what? Why would you be afraid of success? That's what we all want, right? We always, people are always talking about leveling up. We're always talking about, you know, reaching the next goal or doing this or doing that. But here I was looking at the raw meat of it that I was afraid of succeeding. I was afraid of how is this going to change my life in good and bad ways? And was I ready for that? And also one of the things for me that really stuck out too was the fear of succeeding because then it means you have to be consistent or I have to be consistent. Let me just own it, right? So consistency, while I'm great at it in some aspects, I've noticed, especially over the last year, when it comes to my business and things that are just for me, I really am not consistent. I give it up first to be, you know, and to to do for other people, to, you know, put other people's goals and other people's missions in front. And while for years I've been thinking that that was like this great thing and a great characteristic, I really realized that it's really, it was really suffocating me, right? So the more I was doing for other people and and not doing for myself or not doing for what I needed, it was draining me. It was taking me to a place that I don't like to be, I don't want to be, and I don't encourage anyone else to go there either. In a lot of respects, it had me starting to not like the thing that I've always been passionate about, which is mental health and sabotage. I found myself having some great highs, right? Like I had some great achievements this past year, but I was not able to fully celebrate them because I was so exhausted from pouring into other people and making sure other people were reaching their goals and I was putting myself on the shelf. And while it's okay to do that every now and then, it is equally important that you make sure that you are pouring into yourself and reaching the things that you have set out to reach and reaching the goals that you want to reach, right? And living the life that you have desired to live. Because if you're not doing that, then you won't be able to give to others, right? And we've all heard that the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. That is completely true. So this year, and I know many of us also were in the same space because we're still in this pandemic that we all probably thought was going to be over really fast. But here we are, you know, almost two years into it at this point, And we're still dealing with it. We're still dealing with people who don't believe. And we're dealing with people who want it to be a certain way and not want to do their part. And so while that also has caused a big drain in, in things that I was not able to get done, it also was kind of a, an excuse in a lot of ways too, right? So I was able to use, and maybe I shouldn't say able, but I ended up using that as an excuse to not do some things or to put certain things on the back burner. When in reality, you know, it was time for me to step into what I've been saying I want, what I've been dreaming about, what I've been talking about. And so I'm encouraging you as you start looking forward to this new year to really sit down and look back at the last year and the last few years. And even if you're listening to this and it's not the new year anymore, like you're catching this on a replay, wherever you are right now, if you are about to start on a new project, if you are about to make some new changes to your life, if you're contemplating making changes, I encourage you to kind of take a deep dive into what's been working and what hasn't been working. And I really want you to be honest with yourself. You don't have to share it with anybody else, but it's important and probably one of the number one things that we need to make sure we do, which is be honest with ourselves. If you can't look yourself in the mirror and be pleased with what you're seeing, then there's no way you can look other people in the face 
There's no way you can walk with confidence. And it also increases your chances of having anxiety and depression. So you have to be able to be honest with yourself. And that does take time and it takes practice. And sometimes it takes baby steps. So if you need to do those baby steps, I definitely encourage you to do the baby steps that you need to do to be able to be honest with yourself. And so here I am, and you all know from listening to previous episodes that I am completely transparent with you all because I believe with all of my my, my mind, my body, my soul, that if I can't be transparent, then there's no way I can help somebody be transparent for themselves. So I was able to look at and have to you know, acknowledge that once again, I let sabotage kind of get in the way. I let my own thoughts of fear of success, fear of failure, fear of change, slowly and slightly impact and and really drain the things that I was should have been excited about, things I should be proud about, right? There were a lot of accomplishments that I had last year, a lot of things that I had put on goals list for five to 10 years. You know, I got glimpses of it last year, but I couldn't ex- I couldn't enjoy it because sabotage was there. So one of the things that I did kind of at the end of the year when I really started realizing that, wait a minute, something's not right. I'm not doing what I normally do. I'm not feeling the way I normally feel. I really started looking at what's draining me. And I did the old school pencil and paper where I sat down and wrote down all the things that were draining me, all the things that kind of kept getting in the way, kept kind of making me feel like I shouldn't be doing things. And then I really looked at them and, and really dug into why are these things bothering me? What is it about these things? And so I'm not going to necessarily share what the complete raw of it was, but I will tell you that it was it was in the lines of still kind of having these old school feelings of I don't necessarily deserve that just yet. And then I realized, too, that I was really enjoying spending more time with my kids and my family. And so I'm not putting that on the negative list. That's actually on the positive list because that's been something as, as many parents who are working and trying to, you know, have their careers, we all kind of have this kind of guilt sometimes about not being able to spend as much time with your kids. But that was something that I was able to do this year and I am grateful for it. And I'm looking forward to continuing that for the years to come because, you know, our kids grow up fast and they're not going to be young forever. And so it was really important for me to be able to spend as much time with them as I could, being able to be available for their activities, for their needs, their, you know, their well-being, because they also were going through the pandemic and they also were going through all of the changes with changes with school, changes with structure, with routine, and just other things that impact them that they may not always have the words or the voice to say. And so that was a huge thing for me too. And so I want you, when you're thinking about your wrapping up last year or looking at your goals for the future, I really want you to make sure that you keep that in mind too. What are your personal or family goals or family aspirations that you want? Because it's easy to write down your career goals. And when we do that, we oftentimes forget, and I hate to say the word forget, but that's kind of what it is. We forget to include those personal things. We forget to include that we want to make sure to make it a point to have dinner every night as a family, or we want to have family game night, or we just want to have a night where we're just kind of, or day or times where we're just spending time with each other, right? Maybe we're watching a movie or it's just being all in the same room, but you know, make sure you add that to your list for what you're trying to accomplish and make it a priority. And so, you know, 
again, as we talk about resolutions, and I'm not really a fan of resolutions, but I know that it's a big thing. I know that a lot of people are fans of resolutions. So if you are a fan of resolutions or if you are going more like the vision board route or the quarterly goals route, I want you to make sure that you do you take into consideration where you are currently and what you need to do to move to where you want to go. So if that means that you have to practice being consistent and practice making sure you do the same things every day, add that to your list because you want to be able to measure that too, because that's going to be important to determine, did you do the things that you said? Did you give yourself the best possible chance at reaching the things that you wanted to reach? And I know I talk a lot about goals. And for me, goals are not just these tangible things. Goals are the things that kind of keep you going, keep you living, because when you don't have something to work towards, it's really easy to kind of get stuck in the mundane. And there's nothing wrong with mundane. But what I've noticed over the last few years is that for a lot of people, mundane ends up turning into a form of depression and low energy because there's not anything to work for. There's not anything to look forward to. And unfortunately or fortunately, we are a people that from birth, we are teaching our kids, we are teaching ourselves that it's put on us to reach the next milestone, right? If you think about elementary school, your goal every year is to pass to the next grade. Your goal every year is to make sure you learn this new material or you get these new skills. And so it's unrealistic to expect that when you become an adult, that that's just going to magically stop and you're no longer going to care about or need the fact that you need to reach something. So this doesn't have to be big life-changing goals. This literally could just be, I want to make sure that I am consistent with making dinner for my family or stopping my work day at a certain time. That can be what your goal is. Whatever it is for you, I want you to make sure that you include what you actually need to do to reach it. And in addition to that, I want you this year and your next project to really take a pause before you say no. I know that sometimes we need to say no because we are exhausted or it's not aligned, but ask yourself before you do that, is this something that actually is aligned with what I want? And am I saying no because of fear or because I don't think I have time? And if you answer yes to those, take another pause to really dig into, can I push through this? And see how many times you actually are able to push through and see what happens when you say yes. Because every time I said yes in the last few years, something magical has happened. Something great has happened. It has, you know, changed things in a way that I needed them to be changed. But I noticed again that this past year I said no way more than I said yes. And so I ended the year kind of feeling down and out and not feeling like I really got a lot of things done. But the reality is it was on me. So again, I keep, I know it's like a broken record, but I want you to think about it because we are in the start of the new year and everything about the marketing and, and everything right now is going to be pushing towards resolutions, setting goals, achieving things. And I want to make sure that you all have the best chance of achieving something. So those steps again to making sure you have the best chance is to be realistic with yourself. If you know that you cannot commit to something seven days a week, figure out where you can commit. If it's something that you're trying to increase, right? So I mentioned earlier that I'm trying to increase my consistency. So I'm setting a goal that each week 
I'm going to improve and, and add to the consistency so that by, you know, several weeks in, several months in, it's like second nature. And if you've got a copy of my book, you know, I believe in the 21 day method. And so I'm going to do the 21 day method again with being consistent. And I'm encouraging you all to pick something that you want to work on that you also can do that with as well. Because you want to make sure that you give yourself the best possible chance to be successful, to win, because that will encourage you to do more and it will make you feel good at the end of the day. And at the end of the week, when you're checking it or the end of the month, end of the quarter, it feels really good when you can say, you know what? I did this for myself. I did this for my family. I did this for my bigger picture. I did this for myself. I'm going to say that again, because it's really important that we add self in there. All of us are guilty of saying, I want to reach this goal for my children. I want to leave a legacy for my children. I want to do this for the next generation. And that is extremely important. But you also have to be honest and realistic that you have to want it for yourself too. Because after a while, trying to do something for somebody else or another group of people, it gets old and you get exhausted and then you stop doing it. And so keep in mind that you need to make sure that you include yourself in that too. The other thing that you want to make sure that you do as you are reviewing and preparing is to make sure you add some type of motivating factor, some type of affirmation, something that is going to allow you to give yourself grace for where you don't do the things that you set out to do, but also that's going to kind of keep you on your track to do those. So I love affirmations because I think affirmations, especially when you create your own, you can always Google and find a predetermined list. But when you really start to give yourself the affirmations you need, it can be a powerful mood, brain, mind, cognitive shift that can really help you do the things that you want to do. And again, not that you have to reach some big goal of, you know, changing your income bracket or or your tax bracket rather or, or doing something like that. It, it really can be something as small as making sure you drink the amount of water you want to drink, making sure that you give yourself the best chance to eat the right foods because you're really trying to make sure that you're eating things that make you feel good and don't take away from you and don't drain you. So whatever it is that you're doing, make sure that you, again, set realistic expectations for yourself so that this can be attainable. Break it down in as small as chunks as you need to and have some type of positive or helpful affirmation or motivating factor that also goes into it with you. If your goal or if you realize as you're doing this that you really have to break it down even more, don't be ashamed of that. We all are wherever we are and we're in different places and, and in different categories, we need different things. So break it down to as small of a chunk as you need so that you can do whatever it is that you need to do. You can feel the way that you need to feel because what we don't want to happen is you you know set yourself up to do something and then it doesn't work and then you have these thoughts of failure and then because that increases uh, thoughts of self-doubt that increases anxiety that increases depression and it can lead you down a path of kind of this dark space that is hard to come out of especially on your own and again reach out to a professional if you need to or when you need to, to help you do these things. And a professional doesn't have to always be a licensed therapist, even though you all know I'm a fan of that because that's what, what I do. But it can be a life coach. It can be a, a business coach. It can be a financial coach. 
It could be a spiritual person that's that you're connected to. It could be a mentor or it could just be anybody that you know is kind of already where you want to be. Reach out to them and see what, what they can offer you and how they can help you in that aspect. So as we wrap up today, definitely want to make sure that, again, I say this again, that if you're doing resolutions or you're doing a vision board, to put yourself on there first and then put the other things and the other people that need to be on there with you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found the episode insightful and helpful to you on your journey. Please hit the subscribe button and also leave a rating and a comment if you are listening on iTunes and Spotify. If you'd like to stay connected with me, please follow me on social media at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC on Instagram and LinkedIn and Brittany A. Johnson on Facebook. You should also head over to my website and subscribe to the mail list so that you can stay fully connected and be first to know when something new is coming out. And that's BrittanyAJohnson.com. Until next time.